Welcome to Nana Tings. Hello, bitches and babes. <laughs> On today's episode of Nana Tings, I have one of my good friends from my hometown, Casey, here, and we discuss some really important topics that we're actually both going through um, fighting codependency, breakups, and the all in between, overcoming emotions, owning your narrative, and all that good stuff. But one thing that I have not experienced that she is doing, which reminds me of my mom, and I am so proud of her, is being a single mother and raising two beautiful children. So, Casey, I want to give you so much kudos, and you're a fucking phenomenal, and a great woman, and a great mom, and a great friend. Yeah, so, uh, there's a lot of tea spilt in this episode, I should say, actually. So, um... It's a really good juicy one, so grab your blunt, grab your wine, whatever the fuck you want, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now, and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Fully Androids in Phoenix, to my second, Romance in a Modern Road, and my current third, Baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Laranzo, L-I-R-A-N-Z-O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the teens, okay? Hey everyone, it's Antonia here with Nana Tings, and I have a special friend back again for her second episode with me, Miss Casey Brant. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, welcome. It's good to have you on this podcast again. I'm so happy to be here. Getting uh, it's been a minute. Now. <laughs> we are a wine girl. Yeah. Ready, ready, ready. Hey. Yeah. What is it? It's cheers. <laughs> it is. Nine o'clock your time, mm-hmm. o'clock my time. So still drinking time for both of us, and it's Friday. Also, hey, Mayo. It's five, five. Well, it's five five five. So I saw that because the two and the three. Yes. Well, the thing is, so side note. Well, why we're gonna we're having this conversation this is a perfect way to start it. Actually, um, I should be doing the introduction of Casey first, but I got to get this off my mind about the five 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 real quick. <laughs> Transformation is that angel number. So for you and me, what we're both going through right now, actually. This is the perfect time for you and I to cut off strings in the metaphysical world and really just like let go of that energy that's trying to drag us down. Um, And obviously the audience will know more about what I'm talking about with you, but you've been doing a great job at it. So really tonight with the lunar eclipse in Scorpio, really just like dive in that energy and for the new chapter of your life. I love that. That was good. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's what you know. Yeah, so you've been on here before. If anyone did not listen to that episode, which you're missing out, um, Casey's my good friend since I was babies. We're not gonna talk yeah, about this really right down. Now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> boss bitch, artsy, um, teacher, all the things. If you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself, uh, uh single mom, non denominational, <laughs> non denominational, <laughs> um, a teacher. I don't know, I'm just living my best life right now. I'm really like are, out like, of in my healing era, but like out of my healing era. That's a new thing. Right? Yeah. Um, um. But yeah. So what I was first was going to ask you, um, or say, you had something really traumatic happen to you. Mm-hmm. How? I mean, where do you want to go with saying what happened? I don't know. That no details or. Oh no! I don't care. Uh, okay, I we're not gonna say names, no. but I just want to give you kudos because if you want to say a little bit about what happened, but I just think you're so fucking strong. Oh, thanks. Go through it. Yeah, I like 
being an empath and being your best friend, I, and just seeing it firsthand, also just knowing everything, it's just, for me, it's a mind trip. So just seeing you prevail and have this like healing, you know, it's, it's honestly really motivational for my own healing time right now. Um, but yeah, please discuss, take the floor. Um, so I had my second child in October and then I guess the end of January, well, probably like November-ish things were like happening where drinking was like a big issue for him from Mm -hmm. October, November. Then I guess the end of January, he decided that we were separated and had a girlfriend and still is dating this girlfriend who is not his girlfriend. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah. So I kicked him out. So he has not really seen his kids out of choice. And that's really been what it is. Like I've just kind of been single momming teaching you know doing it all running a house my thing is how how are you like so well put together right now though like (laughs) what no like literally though it's this is rare you know what i mean it's hard to be able to like is it because you are a single mom it's just like survival mode kicking you think or is it like just you know who you are and like any of that outside shit isn't going to affect you. Or like, where were you? I know when it first happened, when you hit me up, it was more of a shock. But then how did you turn that into like, okay, well, I'm going to do this, you know? Yeah, I think honestly, like, when I found out and it was confirmed, like, literally went to sleep that night and I felt so at peace. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, I know now, like, the more I've thought about it, like, I should have been gone out of the relationship, like, years ago but I wouldn't have my two girls. So it's like the blessing, but also like I still have to deal with this asshole for the next 18 years. Yeah. You know, my mom had something similar with the situation and yeah, you know, uh, she always says like as much as a dick as he was and like horrible, the two blessings for having her two sons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sucks that like you get this beautiful gift. You got two beautiful kids, but of course it comes with like, the splash of sour, which is that right. guy, you know, it's like, where, what were, um, like red flags for you that like, you had that like aha moment, like, oh, maybe two years ago or whatever, I should have like dipped. His drinking. Like I just told you before, like, this was the first time I've ever brought a bottle of wine into my house. And like the first time I've had a sip of alcohol in my house and I've been here for over two oh, years. Yeah. So yeah. like, the, he would hide things from me. Like I would always find alcohol. He'd be drunk. Um, and I'd always like kick him out every time he was drunk. And then he'd be like, no, I'm fixing it. Went to rehab. Like, and I was just the idiot that was like, okay, it'll be fine. We'll make our family work. Peace. <laughs> and now I'm like, thank God. Like I'm only 31. Like imagine if I kept this going for their lives, like they'd be traumatized. They're young you, now. You would just be numb. Yeah. You would literally be told by the time they're 18. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, so uh, happy I don't have to hide a secret anymore. Yeah. What was the time that you realized, like, oh, okay, I am not going to be codependent, and I'm not going to just try to make this family work? Like, was there a switch before you found out what happened? Um, honestly, probably, it again, drinking. Like, that was definitely, like, a big thing. 
and you just saw that how you kept like seeing yeah. that maybe you could get help and stuff and then it just he just didn't want to help like it just was like all on him with the codependency and you knew that with alcohol to that it was just enough of you trying this like fantasy to you know keep things going mm-hmm. and then like my parents are divorced and they stayed together till I was about like 22, 23, because that's what you do. Like, that's what people thought you needed to do. So in my head, I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's a waste of my whole life. Like, I don't want to. It's a way of relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Like 20 yeah. more years from now, hate who I'm with and then have that be a thing. No, it's a no. Um, yeah, you know, I'm asking these questions because like, obviously what I'm going through with my recent breakup is like learning about my own codependency traits and how I date a lot of guys that are damaged or like, you know what it is? Like we all have our shit to go work on. Right. Some of us though, like, I think I attract these manic guys. Cause like, I have a little bit of that unhinged to me and that little bit of damage to me, mm-hmm. but I have a more center. Like I'm more grounded on who Antonio is when my partners are always a little bit more lost. Like they're this lost boy trying to grab on my energy. And then what I've done, I've noticed in therapy is like, I will try to teach them and then I come off nagging and controlling. Mm -hmm. And then when I start getting to a point, like month six, usually for me, when I see no reciprocation or that they're starting to get lazy because they're taking it for granted and they're being like, oh, Antonio got it. Antonio got it. That's when I snap. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I walk away. And usually when the codependent walks away is usually when that partner starts spiraling. Yeah. And it's really crazy because that's what's happening right now. So of course, obviously, whoever is listening to this, I did have that Instagram moment the first week I broke up with him. Amazing. Um, I loved I, it. I was here for everything. Yeah. That. Yo, can I just tell you, side note, I mean, we're live, whatever. Some of my friends were like, bro, that was not cute, <laughs> but we got it. And then some friends were like- a good moment like that. Like everyone, as much as what, you can see, yo. it's so annoying. Like, oh my God, whatever. Like, you know, you want to see that shit. So stop. Like, no. Yo, that's what I was saying. I was like, you bitches love reality TV. I'm like, I literally just gave you a live show moment. Yeah. Um, now listen, now that I'm more uh sober about my emotions, I am not the proudest moment of it, but it happened because you know what? I love and I have passion and you proud me. So you said yeah, I am proud of it. You got your truth out. I think you're fine with it. Exactly. But the thing is, now that I'm not reaching out anymore, I, you know, when you just are kinetically hooked to someone, you know, the vibe, I know he realized he fucked up and he's missing out. And over here, listen, if a boy wants to listen to this episode, I have hit him up so many times and have given an olive branch. Yeah. Even my own therapist has said that I am too nice and that I need to stop and that's my codependency. So you know what? I am done. Yeah. I'm done reaching. I'm done trying it. The thing is, like, I offered friendship. I offered so much. I offered a conversation. I understand you may need not need to talk to me for a while, mm-hmm. but here that he was the one that told me that he had a conversation with his mom. Yeah. That blocking is toxic and not healthy. So for him to block me, to unblock me and to reblock me, I'm like, you're just breaking your own words, dude. You know, like. I don't know. There's just, and then he sent me an article um, about how you need with a partner that you want to be friends with, you need to be able to meet in the middle with the healing. Okay. Like, 
don't fully go ghost and block, but also don't fully go back into conversation. There's a, right. there's a middle. Well, he sent me the article and I was like, oh my God, that's how I feel. Like I'm not going to over communicate, but I still want to communicate. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I agree. What does he do after he says that he blocks me? So I go, you send an article. Yeah. And you wanted to do all this. And I don't know. I am just in my own whirlwind of emotions. Mm-hmm. And, but we're here now. We're thriving. Um, I feel like I'm getting back to my purpose in LA and okay. using you as motivation about owning, you know, making myself happy. Yeah, that's good though. I'm happy. That makes me happy. But yeah, I I just think what really made me spiral for those first two weeks was I decided to break up with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe I overreacted because I know I get heated in the moment. Yeah. But after sitting with it, I'm like, no, subconsciously I knew I had to leave because the same thing with your situation where it's like in that argument. I could have done the other way. I could have been like, oh, this is another fight. We'll be okay tomorrow. Right. And then the same thing will keep happening. Something in my gut told me, leave him. Even if this fight is small, it is enough of you trying to save. Like, out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And now I'm now I'm just chilling. But it's, it's a weird 180 to go from, like, hurt to not hurt, but then to, like, missing them and their entity, but then also remembering, like, your worth. Do you know what's so crazy though? Like I don't miss him. Really? Yeah. Like I am like so happy and it's bizarre. Like I'm just like, then I see his crap everywhere and I'm like, come get it. Do you think because maybe you were mentally tapped out prior? A hundred percent. Yeah. I guess you'd be mentally tapped out is um, why it's not as like, oh my god, I miss his like being around here. You're yeah, like, I, I want nothing to do with him. I knew that energy, bitch. I need it from you. I, I don't know where like... that's coming from, though. Like, I really am just like, like some days are so hard, but like, I wouldn't want him here with me if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, someone else can come and help me, but <laughs> I think it's just like you know what? Like, you always have been a strong person, even with your other breakups. Oh, uh, yeah, and but I also think because like motherhood. Like, I think, like, subconsciously, like, your main priority are your kids. So it's, like, you're wired now. Like, that part of the brain is just, like, that focus, right? (laughs) So, yeah, you're right, maybe. Because, like, I think about my mom. Like, yeah, you're obviously very similar to my mom's situation back then. And it's, like, same thing. I think she was mentally tapped out. And then when she left, she was, like, I'm fucking good. You need to do. Yeah, yeah. There's something about that, like, survival, I think, motherhood and, like, the kids being important that you're just like so tunnel vision but also just like self-respect you know i'm learning with the codependency too like my self-esteem could be higher if i treated myself as much as i treated my partner with all the intention yeah so you know enter miley cyrus flowers yeah. but i did buy myself roses we love days. that song in my house by the way like we know all the words Isn't it great? yeah yeah when you're home we're, we're gonna take a hip-hop dance to flowers because I'm a home in June. I absolutely have like she will 100% like get down to that. Yeah, I had like one of those like 80s movie moments. I went to like the grocery store, I went to Trader Joe's and I grabbed roses, but then I like put it in the flowers. I am like literally driving and I'm like screaming the lyrics from my windows down and I'm like, I feel so free. Oh my god, it's so 
therapeutic to buy yourself flowers. Wait, so speaking of that, I have a good story with that. So when I was dating Kyle, so that was how long ago? When I was, what, like 24? Um, He never would buy me flowers, like random things, until we broke up. And then he creepily left, like, a sunflower, one solo one on the stairs of my mom's house, like, every day. But I was in the city one night with Lindsay, my sister, and then my cousin, Mike. And I was, like drunk drunk (laughs) and I was like you know those little they're not bodegas but they're like the corner market stores that have flowers on the outside and they're open late in the city so we were on the Upper East Side and they were still at the bar I forget what bar it was uh I don't even think it's open anymore um and I literally bought myself flowers (laughs) bombed out of my mind at like 2 (laughs) a.m I was like no I'm buying me flowers so I'm gonna do it myself (laughs) Absolutely. That, that's the thing. No one's going to buy flowers. You know, like my ex never bought me flowers. She's like, oh, yeah, they're just going to die knowing you. And like, mm-hmm. guess what? My rose requested a week with me, bitch, <laughs> which is normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I guess going forward for you, what, you know, the dating scene and all of it. I'm open for dating right now, just so everyone knows, like. 95 millionaires in LA that have no loved ones. If you are 95 and you're get, feeling a cough and you have less yeah, money, <laughs> call a girl up. <laughs> we don't want a sugar daddy. We want a dad daddy. Right. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we want, I don't know. I'm on Hinge. It's interesting. People are creepy. Um, and then, yeah, I think I'd rather like meet someone that I knew prior, but. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know we were talking about off the record with communication styles. So I just want to talk about how guys suck. Um, yeah. I, okay. So you were mentioning something with a podcast and mm-hmm. how it's actually better if the guy doesn't message you a lot. Yes. First. My friend opened me to this podcast and I need to think of what this lady's name is. I'll send it to you another time and you can post it with it if you want. Um, but she just talks about like, what we're so used to and what is actually normal and healthy. So one of the things is when you first meet someone, like you really should not be texting around the clock because that's them basically love bombing you. If they need to know where you're at, what you're doing, they need your constant attention. Like you think cute and adorable. Yeah. But if someone's not texting you, are you going to text them all the time? That's like creepy. No, I'm telling you, my codependency is so bad. I used to do that. I used to still text them all the time. I like, I felt really weird about it because I like had someone texting me and like, I was like, what the fuck? They're not texting me. Like, what did I do? And then I listened to this and I was like, oh, so it's normal. And then I was like, all right, so red flag, red flag, red flag. Every single person I've ever dated, I need to start being healthy about who I'm dating and be honest about shit. So you're not supposed to text all the time and then you have things to talk about, but you have to make sure that person is making plans with you to see you. That's like the big okay. part because if they're not putting effort in, then there's no point. Yeah. You're right. Because like then there's no effort. Them texting you to have like a friend. Yeah. No. Yeah. So like they need to make effort to see you because then it's like, you can talk about things that you're not talking about through text. So the intimacy builds in person rather than on the phone, because then too, like you're not 
able to easily communicate about like how you're feeling and things that are bothering you because text can be read like any way and no one wants like paragraphs of text either so like I mean I would love someone telling me how amazing I am and perfect but like that's not healthy and that's what I'm learning and that's like what I'm figuring out right now yeah I am so bad at love bombing (laughs) I am like so used to getting it that I literally like it's so (laughs) yeah I did it to my ex I'm like fuck there were signs there (laughs) yeah I'm learning not to it's hard I'm telling you I'm on this like journey of like I really just have to put myself first when I like someone Mm -hmm. like I'm so and you have to be honest I'm learning that you can't skirt around you just got to be honest about anything well that's what I was saying about you know not to put him on blast but like you were so quick to tell me you were a boss first date but you can't tell me about your fetishes mm-hmm. only for like <laughs> oh my god but i also learned my- <laughs> on this one but here we are <laughs> it's a wine <laughs> um i also learned from my friends because she was like a psych major like never do paragraphs when like of your feeling okay, three well- sentences or less because no one's reading it that is true, though. Yeah, and it's a waste of time. <laughs> it is because, like, especially guys' attention, they're gonna be like, oh, "Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna move on to the girls, though." So, I think we're both becoming a lesbian. In this I moment. think so. I think it's time. Yeah. I think we need to explore the lady pond, even though you explored it in high school, like as a joke, but like, yeah, yeah, it was you know, it was a social experiment, is what, yeah. <laughs> what we like to call it. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, do not know yet. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was like, why um, are you near that person with a vagina? Yeah, and I remember in, in college too, my first two years of college, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so straight. And then when I came out, I was like, I'm bi. And, and you know, and then I'm like, no, I'm fully gay. That's like, I mean, I still right. am homosexual at times because girls treat me better than gay guys. And that is a fact. Um, but I do like penis more. That's for sure. Well, you're just looking in the wrong penis pond well that's the thing i feel like so i always tell you that I've, I've had these conversations with you several times about dating apps and i feel like anytime i meet a guy off an app something blows up in my mm-hmm. face and i don't understand i really am meant to have an organic boyfriend yeah and have been in the past six years no no but i feel like it really is the universe just like fucking around with me because i feel like it's always the same situation happens what? I feel like also you tend to go for people that are also like in the spotlight in some way that need constant like attention. Not that you need constant yeah. attention, but what you do for a living is like your Yeah. So I feel like you kind of need someone reserved, like that lets you do your thing, but then is like so proud of you and like just wants to be there. Not someone that's like, but what if I'm shining too and we can shine together? That's what I need. And you know, I thought I had that with my ex, but his insecurities of needing validation mm-hmm. through sex with social media, that was the problem. I need someone that, you're right, no validation. Yeah, you need like a weirdo, but like a good weirdo. Uh, like a man, be, be like, exactly, a weirdo man though. Like someone that just like is in their bag and knows who they are. Mm-hmm. And like night. I'm not even asking for much. Yes. Like what's crazy in this world, Casey, gay or straight, whatever. It's like a lot of people don't like 
know who they are Mm -hmm. or they think they know what they want but subconsciously they don't want that or like they project all their shit and then it's people like you and I that are like so accepting or willing to work and want to grow and then aren't matched the same or met with the same and it's like I'm so over it me too. <laughs> like no I really like my family oriented wow. yeah like I need nice people the new Miley Cyrus album is like literally hitting home oh my god did you listen to Wonder Woman yet is that on the album yeah it's towards it's a slow one but like I didn't listen to it when <laughs> I first was like going through everything I heard that and I was like bawling your mom would probably cry to it it's basically about yeah. like a woman like doing it all on her own. But I was like, ah, this is not me right now. <laughs> I was like, I'm like and we love Miley. Like I love that you like yeah, I, I love that you're able to like bond with your favorite artist right oh now. God, like, I really wish I could cool. totally meet her and just like sit and talk with her. <laughs> I really like River. Oh yeah. Um I think it's a bop and I also think it's so good about like that craving of wanting someone new. Mm-hmm. And then I love violent chemistry. Yeah. I think about let's not deny it. And then I love Jaded because oh, Jaded's like I say that Jaded is like one of my favorites on that album. It's a real breakup song and it's about like, yo, you're becoming so jaded. And I love Flowers. Flowers is another mm-hmm. breakup song, but instead of being like I'm sad, it's like, no, I love me more. Yeah. And then I also love uh rose colored lenses. Yeah. Well, it's so weird because like that, but then I feel like so much has happened like just in the universe where like a lot, and you would think COVID was when it happened, but like divorces and breakups and like celebrities coming out with things like even like Vanderpump Rules for whoever watches that, but like the Ariana Tom thing, like what? Well, so this is what happened four Tuesdays ago. Yeah. It's to be five at this point. It's actually when I broke it with Brian. Um, oops, with X. You <laughs> um, grow up. And, yeah, oops. Um, it was actually Libra Moon and Libra Moon is known for, uh, couples breaking up and transitions. I have, so I've been, my first two weeks of the breakup, I've been MIA, introverted, sad. Mm -hmm. The the past week or two, I've been like more out, you know, vibing. I have met so many people that just broke up. Right. Including a divorce happening. Um, a single parent, also another one and other breakups. And I'm like, oh my God, I go it is. And then today, it being 555 and the Scorpio, today's another night that you're going to see a lot of relationships ending. It's, Kyle, it's Olivia Wilde, Harry, hit me up. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, absolutely. Colton Haynes, where are you, sir? <laughs> Dude, but he was so bad in um, the I know, team. Bible. I know. That, that movie, though, was like the writing, nothing matched. No, like, it was so bad. The flow was just so bad. I had high hopes. Um, Crystal Reed Slay, though, do mm-hmm. love her, but I wish Dylan O'Brien was in it, but Crystal Reed at least, like, stepped up. Yeah. Um, no, but it's crazy. Okay, so I'm a Libra and my ex is a Scorpio, so it's so funny that it, this month started with the Libra moon, well, April, and now it's ending with the Scorpio eclipse, and I'm like... That is funny. If this did not foreshadow when this is going to end, this is it right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's but, so um, I think it's just an era. I don't know. Us... Our generation right now are between like what? Like a lot of us are in our 30s, our friend group. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think we're in the time right now where we're like reclaiming who we are. We're owning our narrative. Yeah. Um, and like independence is more of a thing now too. Yes. It feels so nice. Yeah. I know. I feel great. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah, it is I'm a good thing. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. 
like, I'm not mad. I'm drinking wine, talking to you, and having a podcast episode. I'm like, yeah, well, June, honestly, is yeah, I was like, this is a great breakup. <laughs> it is, though. And, like, I can't – I it's crazy because, like, all of my friends, like, my closest, closest friends live, like, miles and miles away from me, including you, obviously. And, like, I couldn't have, like, a stronger group, which is so crazy. And, like, none of you are really friends with each other, which is so funny. But, like, you all are, like, the most supportive people in my life. And, like, we have L.A., Brooklyn, like, Hawaii. Like, hello. <laughs> like, when we all found out, I was like, let's go. Like, <laughs> it's so insane. Like, I think everyone was shocked, but it's like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, like he sucks. You brought up another good topic, like friends. Yeah. I mean, those and family. Like, you know when you date someone in that honeymoon phase or whatever, and then you forget to hang out with your friends because mm-hmm. you just become that person. Or they don't let you. Well, that too. Um, but that was me with my ex. And um oh, after yeah. the breakup, I was like, wait, I'm still new here. Like, why was I ignoring all my new friends I made before meeting them? Yeah. And like now my support system and I am so thankful for all the conversations I've had the past three weeks all the calls all the texts like mm-hmm. even as overwhelming as they were because there was a lot yeah um I just feel loved and not alone right. and in a city like LA that's really important when a lot of your time is alone or in your car so absolutely yeah yeah it feels good to know that I have like chosen family out here and then I have you guys in New York my New York family also like rides so hard for me and obviously yeah, I'm like, I just, I, yeah, <laughs> no, you've been trying. <laughs> you literally have been trying for years. <laughs> Even when I was in Brooklyn, you're like, are you ever going to come back to Long Beach? Um, eventually, though, my goal is, well, I mean, we'll see who the future lover is, but um, I would love a house in Long Island for sure. I think, I think Long Island's a great place to like, either be raised like we were or like settle not that and for me where I am in life which is a queer man it's like the in between as an artist it has to be LA or New York New York City but yeah. like when it's the later part of life a hundred percent I feel like yeah. LA for me is like for sure well LA and like New York City I feel like it's not for like I mean I guess people do grow older there but like I don't know I can't imagine being old in New York City, though. All the walk-ups. Imagine fucking being on a, on a like, oh first of all, the accessibility is horrible in New York City. Yep. Like, people on a wheelchair, I don't even know how they go to subway stations. Some of them, the elevators don't even work. No, yeah. So it's like, Mm-mm. I would hate to be old in New York City. Like, yeah. at least in LA, they're striving, but also if you're old and you don't want to drive everywhere, that's also And it's fun. a lot of so traffic, like, right? Like, when you're older, your bladder is not as strong. Like, what if you... I was going to say an hour <laughs> in the heat. Yeah. summer and traffic no, i'm not gonna that's lie. horrible it's even bad now i've been drinking three liters a day and my bladder's bad now like what? i have to pee every few minutes and your prostate's only gonna get worse <laughs> well i need someone to have fun with my prostate i'm over here like single and horny so if anyone's listening <laughs> well i want like the harry styles breakup to like I'll rebound with Harry. Like, just, you know, you're in LA. You can let him know. <laughs> I love that. Yes, we will get you Harry. And what am I getting? Who, who's, like, hot and gay and going to be single soon with this moon? I don't know. Is there, <laughs> anyone on the roster? I'm over here, like... If you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> Anthony. Oh, my God. Yeah, hottie. That's yeah, hottie. Like, yeah, baddie. Um, 
he's on my list for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, do we have any other points that we want to share? I feel like, oh, well, actually, yes. I want, obviously you gave your side and, you know, advice and that, but I would love for you to give just like objectively or like an overall advice of anyone that's going through like some kind of your kind of situation, my situation, or like any kind of codependency where like you were really helping that person for a while and then you realize your own worth and like mm-hmm. how to take the step back. I think you really have to think about like, am I doing this for me or am I doing it for them? And like, is this person making me feel happy? Is this person making me feel like I'm my best self? Because if not, like you're wasting your time. And I know like, obviously I have two kids, but like you can't be with someone for your family because at the end of the day, sometimes things just work better when you're separated and your kids will be happier having a happy mommy and hopefully a happy daddy, but whatever he wants to be. But like, I'm here every day. I show up for them every day. I'm happy. I have the happiest children and like, I couldn't be luckier. So yeah, you do have, you know, you have a really good family with you and the girls. Um, yeah it's great advice you know that's something and then I think my piece of advice would be for people that like are less strong than you like me with like going through you are strong stop it post your heart out like it's not a divorce and it's just a breakout like breakup post your heart out who the fuck cares is where going with like boundaries and it's like I think my advice that I'm learning right now on my own journey is like be vulnerable still and like don't be afraid to feel but at the same time like your heart belongs to you and you shouldn't mm-hmm. be that low to someone especially if there are those red flags that they're not reciprocating the same love yeah um so i think protect your there is a reason why people say protect your heart you know i feel like in high school when you and i like in english class we're always like romeo and juliet and like all these like <laughs> cliche love stories and it's like oh my god protect your heart but like i really feel like the fundamental of that is yeah like no one you only deserve to have that power on that. Like right. no one, especially if they're like a fuck boy should be violating that. Mm-hmm. So I want to be like a rose. Like I like pink roses. I want to be a beautiful rose with thorns. Yeah. And That's also fine. like no intentions before going into something too. I think take things really slow and then like see what the outcome that they want is. Because if they want just like to be hanging out casually, then hang out casually. Who cares? But like if you want a relationship and they don't, don't force it. And vice versa. Yeah. Amen to no love bombing. I also know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, don't be like my new thing is do not text like hours and hours and hours and paragraphs because it's weird. Well, I think for me too, it's like I am such a catch. I need to stop mm-hmm. being so accessible. Yeah. I'm done. I'm like Make no. fight for you. Fight like, for you. That's where exactly. I'm at right now. Like, if you don't want to spend time with me and find time or work on my schedule, then I don't care. You know, like, we're all busy. We have things to do. But, like, you need to, if you really want to see someone, you're going to make sure you see someone. Exactly. So that's where I'm. Yeah. And it's like, that's great advice, actually, because that's even me with the ex. It's like, no, if you really wanted to reach out, you can email me. Mm-hmm. Like, or I'm or like, I'm going to put the yeah. ball in your court. Like, anyone, even a friend, like, if you want to reach out and see someone, you do it. Like you're in LA right Explain. now. I'm in New York. We're podcasting. We made it work. 
thank you. Yeah. But and like we text all the time and like I know your hours are weird and like same with Michelle. Like she's in Hawaii. Like we text a lot and message a lot and it's like I know you can't answer right away because we're at different hours, but we still have like conversations going. You you know. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I don't know if it's like you anyone listening, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Like and if people aren't making time for you, like don't feel bad about yourself. Like that means that it's not your person. Friend or relationship. I also love that advice right there. Like exactly. Do not take it personal because mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's fucking on them. Yeah. Or it's like their own insecure, your own demons that are eating up at them. So like they're too scared to even say anything. Mm-hmm. But people like us, like that's not our fault. Right. Like we're here to love and heal, but like we're not taking that on. Yeah. And like make them take you on dates. Don't just hook up. Because if you're just hooking up, it's not going anywhere. Exactly. That's my that part. Five cents in the jar. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I feel like I just had a therapy session and I also was like, did we just start our own dating podcast? Because like, this is a great episode. <laughs> I know, I'm over here like, um... Divorced single mom and gay bestie. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like... <laughs> dating stories? What? I was going to say, I was like, we may, oh my God, wait. Yeah. You and I literally can have dating sessions oh my God. because like then now we're both dates. the same way. <laughs> we're true on that one. But thank you so much for being on this again and sharing your story. Of course. I, I want to have you on more. Mm-hmm. I would love to. Yes. But thank you for the amazing advice and we will see you later. Of course. Love ya. Love ya. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.